Lime, duh. Phil's making a comment. You said you'd never seen me in a sweater before. <laughs> so he said, Phil. Yeah, I've never seen you in a sweater. Yeah, well, get get used to it. Sometimes it's time to elevate. It's time to elevate, you know, by... Uh, Dan decides to perceive. start wearing a sweater in uh, the end of January. Right now it's 70 degrees in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. This is a little BTS for the folks out there, though. The uh, Cow Studio gets it runs cold. <laughs> Cow Studio runs cold. It's a little cold in here. Yeah. There have been times where I'm touting my muscles, showing off the wares. Brandishing. Brandishing. Yeah, brandishing masculinity, uh, exercising my narcissism, mm-hmm. uh, exploring my own personal space in a public domain. And I felt, truthfully, a bit chilly. You know, <laughs> yo. Speaking of that, how would you, you ever think like? Because you know, adrenaline hits. But you ever think like when they're doing like an outdoor mania and it's kind of cold out, but your gear is just trunks. Uh huh. You think yeah, you yeah, ever yeah. feel cold or you just feel nothing? Uh, <laughs> I think you're probably like chilly. Like as soon as you step out of gorilla, it's probably like oop. Like you know, it's just, yeah. this, is, this is cold. And <gasps> then once you like make your way down to the ramp and you're moving, it you know you warm up. Uh, but yeah, no, there's definitely an initial moment of like. Your nips go. It's too cold for not, <laughs> not having a shirt on right now, or pants for that matter. It's a bit cold. It's a yeah. bit nippy. It's, it's a they cold. should do a snow mania. You know, like you can technically get like a snow Super frosty, Bowl, frosty snow, the snow, snow mania. mania. <laughs> snow mania. They should do Wrestle Snow Mania, and uh, the snowman. The snowman be a nice is, touch. A snow is a wrestler. Snowman is a wrestler who. Is just really into the snow for no fucking reason, and he never explains it, and uh, he sucks. That's the that's the snowman. Based Welcome on the, to the comedians of wrestling paradigm. <laughs> Welcome to the comedians of wrestling podcast. Podcast about wrestling, sometimes for wrestling fans. Seventy two percent wrestling. Seventy <laughs> comedians of wrestling podcast. Seventy two percent wrestling. <laughs> Uh, the perfect percentage from a perfect man, Alex Newman. How about the it? nasty one? We're showing his, his nastiness in a six 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 hat right before we went on air. A yeah. little bit of a little bit of a tood. Is this a controversial hat? People have told me that they, I, I, I've I've seen people and they go like, "Oh wow, that's like a." Is this a controversial? Is this a statement I mean, piece? I think technically, and and and, and correct me if I'm Jewish. Um, that me- 666 is like the sign of the, the mark of the devil or yes. whatever, right? Mark of the beast. The mark of the beast, right? So it, The great if, betrayer. Here's the deal. Yeah. If you wear something on yourself, right, it means you're a fan of it, right? Yeah. That's kind of the, the yeah. s- society is like, right? If you wear, you're like, oh, you must be a fan of that. That being said, and I'm mm-hmm. taking this away from, rest of, from that 666 hat for a second, there is some... There is some poser merch in the mix. For sure. For like, sure. wrestling right now, I noticed one of the biggest pieces of poser merch mm. is there's a wrestling, there's a, I don't know, it's like it's like a WrestleMania 6 era t-shirt, I want to mm. say, that's around there. That's like, it's like Hogan, Warrior, and Macho. Right. That like everyone is wearing. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, it's they like call like coals. You it's know like what I mean? It's like a gray heathered like a target shirt. It's like a, yeah. yeah, kind of a... Phil, you've seen it. Intentionally... Yeah, totally. Distressed. I was, yeah, I was at Disneyland, and I saw a couple of them. It's a shirt that's more... Like, these are the shirts you got to watch. These, these are the, it's, those don't too, try to too-sweet those people. You right, know what no, I mean? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's more of a shirt. That shirt is more about wrestling as, like, an idea. Right. As, like, a throwback. Is. It's as like, like wearing a, yeah. a Led Zeppelin t-shirt. Right, you know, those are the it's people who are like, "Oh t-shirt. my god, people still watch that shit." Like that—that's you'll get. Those are the people with those shirts. You know what I mean? Or it's that shirt could be a, a, a stocking stuffer. I believe. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's like a that's a that shirt costs seven ninety nine tops. <laughs> it's the perfect gift. That one's going around now. There, the, so there's always one wrestling poser shirt in the mix mm-hmm. at a time. For a long time, there was a warrior one when Urban Outfitters was like the, the king of T-shirts. Remember uh-huh. that zone? Yeah, 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 yeah. They sold an Ultimate Warrior shirt that people were always wearing. 
ironically. Which we call it's why <laughs> we put Chev's always calls that like the Joy Division zone uh-huh. because his sister has a Joy Division shirt and she it's like no chance she knows a single Joy Division song. You know what right. I mean? I've seen this Joy Division shirt and it's just the logo and then it yeah. says, "What is this? I saw it on Tumblr." <laughs> <laughs> That's Phil Pesapani, by the way. It's actually technically Pesapane, but I'll never uh, conform. Um, Though I do call his parents' house the House of Pain, um, House of House of Pain, house and of I go in there house. and frankly they kick me out because I uh, too much jumping around. <laughs> and uh, hey, folks, but uh, uh, yeah, so there is a lot of poser merch out there. So my point, <laughs> wow, that just that took so long. <laughs> For me to get. A, it was such a long. But you know what? Off a short pier. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Back to your six 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 hat. Is <laughs> yeah. it definitely a like, Newman? You look like a guy who would. Oh shit! I think if I wore that, people would be like, "Oh, it's funny. He's wearing like a six 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 hat." When you wear it, they're like, "Oh, this guy. Where where's the sacrifice tonight?" You know right. what I mean? And I'll tell you if you know the secret password. <laughs> but you, why do you why do you like Satan stuff? Because you're also like an atheist, right? I mean, is it just because it challenges uh, authority? Yeah. Yeah. Right, because it's like, it's the equivalent of being... six tattooed on my leg, just like a stick and poke. Oh, nice. You both do? No, I don't. No. You did it together? You stuck and poke each other? Yeah. Well, yes, but not not for tattoo reasons. Erase your minds! No, but I mean, even conceptually. So most Satan... Actually, Satanists don't believe in biblical Satan. Right. And I don't even really consider myself a Satanist, but like... Um, but just, can I just clarify something for the yeah. audience? This yeah. is part of the 28%. Okay? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Is the- <laughs> it is. Uh, and so like, but Lucifer, the story of Lucifer is one of like uh, individuality and rejection of like established authority and status quo. Because he was um, kicked out of heaven? Well, he rejected his side, his, uh, his place. At the uh, side of God, and then he fell from heaven. Is that the or is that a different guy? Right, that's the guy. Was that Prince? Am I, was, I, I don't know. Was it Lucifer or Prince who fell from <laughs> heaven? <laughs> that's like a that's a good drinking game. Lucifer or Prince? Um, vault full of music that to be released in the future. Both. Both. Um, both. Trick question. That's both. Yeah, and plus, yeah, it just also is like. I listen created to metal. purple I listen rain to metal. Right. That's actually both. Also, also uh, both. You haven't seen it yet. Right. But get ready for some physical, literal purple rain will right. be, we'll be showing up. That will be the mark of, uh, not the beast, it'll be the mark of Lucifer's uh, right. rising. It's, that's him climbing. That's Chocolate. actually technically sweat. <laughs> Lucifer sweats purple. It's him climbing back up to heaven. Right. And chocolate rain, trick question, neither. Neither. Tays that was uh, Tays on Day. <laughs> that was right. Tays on Day. Patreon.com slash comedians <laughs> of wrestling. Uh, support the pod. Get access to bonus episodes. Um, every bonus episode that comes out will be recorded after Dynamite. That comes out Friday morning. So you get a Monday free hit and a, and a couple bucks. You support the free and you get bonus. Plus, for the people at the $10 tier every month, supporting the podcast, keeping the lights on, babies. I'm introducing a new bonus episode. I'll update the Patreon this week, but I'm going to have a. Uh, special guest episode every month, uh, which will be someone. And those episodes will be uh, not necessarily talking to Marks. I mean, there will be some wrestling talk. That will be a 28% wrestling talk and a 72% just just yucking it up with some of my uh, friends, some people you guys uh, want to hear from. And also, uh, one episode will be with Stu's Wood because... Uh, <laughs> Because of some conversation, it was in the a Discord. real Daniel Bryan moment in the Discord. Yeah, they had a real, they had a real, <laughs> had a real Occupy uh, Raw moment in the Discord channel. Which, by the way, if you're a patron, you get access to the Discord channel. So, two dollars a month, you could be part of our Discord. Everyone demanded an episode with Don't Stu's Wood as a bonus episode. So, what uh, <laughs> Stu's Wood? Listener to the show, forger of the eco-friendly cow title. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, an episode with him, and then we'll have an episode with other people as well who are not Stu's. I have to look up the name. So, like, I, I'm not smart enough to yeah. make this reference. I have to look up the name of the character, but this is who Stu is. It's like the guy who is like, uh, um, in in uh, Viking lore, wherever Odin lives, whatever the fuck that's called. He and lives he in has, Fraggle Rock, I believe. He has right. So in Fraggle Rock, they have a uh, like a. Uh, a dwarf that is their like 
forge master. And so that's what Stu is. But I, I'm not smart enough to make the reference, so I'll just, I'll just describe it. <laughs> I'm too smart to even talk about this, but... Um, right, easy. Folks. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. We got the Patreon. We got wrestling to talk about. I just about. thought of... You should hey. hear. I'm just going to throw this out there before we get started. You, <laughs> yeah. should come up, you should come up with a gimmick or a character that's... <laughs> instead of Dr. Manhattan, it's Dr. Long Island. <laughs> yeah. But still, a lot hey, of the same powers, you, but... <laughs> But he's from Long Island. Yeah, he's like, instead of, <laughs> instead of being in Mars, he's in Massapequa. Yeah. Hold <laughs> on, my camera's bugging out right now. He's in, uh, he's meditating in Massapequa. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dr. Manhattan. I was I started listening to that, what you wanted me to listen to, what, the Doomsday uh, Clock? Doomsday Clock, yeah. I got to get back to that. You got to read it. You got to re- read the graphic novel. Uh... Here's how I'm going to begin. Are you ready? Yeah. Coming at you, everybody! The purveyor of violence, Jihan Moxley. Jeans, Jeans Ambrose. Ambrose. <laughs> the lunatic cringe. The lunatic cringe. <laughs> John Moxley back from his uh, uh, soak. You know, um, mm-hmm. he's back from uh, getting clean, fighting his deems. And um, we, we talked a little bit of this on the bonus episode, but... Uh, then he wrestled on Rampage, which we got to see. So we got to see what we really needed to see, which was the shirt off, right? I mean, this is what I needed to see on Rampage. Which, by the way, just a random, just a side, a macro point about Rampage. I really dig how seriously they take Rampage, you know? Yeah. Like, I think they do a nice job of making Rampage not the B show, you know? Like, clearly, Dynamite takes the focus, but they do enough stuff where I still feel like I got to watch Rampage. Like, it's nice that, like, all Hook's matches are Rampage, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, if you want to see Hook, you got to watch Rampage, you know? Sorry, my camera is, like, freaking um, out. Yeah, I see that. There we go. Uh, and then they have, they have like, you know, they had Moxley's return match be on a Rampage, you know? So I think that's just, uh, I just think it's a nice uh, touch. Now, look, we're heading into, and it's it's not, it's just kind of a symptom of wrestling, is the formulaic nature of how you tape wrestling. So right. it's like, it's really, if you're TK, you're like, all right, I can have Moxley cut a promo on Dynamite, and then once we record Rampage, he can wrestle there. Now I'm getting right. two segments on two shows from our top guys, you know? But, you know, you're never going to avoid us seeing through the fucking fabric of it. That's part of why we like wrestling. If we just if it was just the wrestling, we wouldn't like it, probably. Right. So, anyway, I like that, but there is a thing going on in a in the AEW in general where it's like I real I I know that that John Moxie match is going to open up Rampage. Like uh, 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 Tony Khan's becoming he's very obsessed with just kicking off the show with the, the top thing. Yeah, which is well, I mean, nice. if, it's, if it's not broke, right? Like it seems to work. It does work. It does work, but. It would kind of be nice if I felt like I was going to get some at the beginning of the show. I, I kind of thought maybe I would get some promo I didn't expect or something like I think that the dynamite. They've been very good at surprises, but I, I don't know. I think they could switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know. Don't have to always, but I get Tony Khan's smart guy. He's recognizing the numbers are falling off as the show is going on. So he's kicking off with the top thing. Back to John Boxley. So let's talk about Boxley's just look in general. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It looks like he, he dropped the like, hair back. Yeah. And let's he dropped like 10 hair. pounds or something, it looks like. At least. At least 15 pounds lighter, I would say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And look, when you're drinking, that shit is drinking. If you want to know, not only is drinking extra calories. Yeah. Not to sound like, uh, you know, your well, I mean, square it's carbs, uncle. Sugar, all that. What I learned about alcohol from like, Actually, from you know, getting in shape and talking to my trainers and shit, alcohol is like it's not even just the calories. Like, 
what it does to your body is that when you put alcohol in your system, right, your body spends all of its energy breaking down alcohol, right? Right. Like a- attacking this poison in your body. Right. And then it stops all of its other processes, right? Like of breaking down fat, right? Oh, shit. Okay. So, so my trainer has said to me before, he's like, please drink on days you're not working out. It's like, I want your body getting the gains. He's like, if you know, he's like, if you know you're going to have a day where you're going to drink, it's like plan that as a day you're not even working out. So your body's, right, you're right, not right. fucking up your body when it's actually like processing your gains as much as possible, right? Right. So alcohol not only adds calories, it also tells your body to keep, keep you at the status quo. Right, you know? right, right, right. At the same time, you know, I'm sure someone can explain that way more eloquently, but it's no, I got it. not something to be consumed regularly. Like, that's just as simple as it is. Mm-hmm. That, okay? So if you're John Boxley, you, you heard cut it here that first. shit out. You, you heard it here first, everybody. I'm the first person to ever say. in moderation. And that's why we get big sponsors here. You know? Monday Night Raw is presented by Southern New Hampshire University. So um, with the Sheamus music in the back. I just wish um, more people, I wish that was a more well-known kind of like axiom. Like, don't drink a lot of alcohol. Seamus should be such a bigger star, just a random thing. Really? Seamus, the thing about Seamus is that he looks awesome. I kind of feel like if Seamus never spoke. Define awesome. Because he's like he's like seven foot, spiky redhead who's jacked up. His skin is like pale as shit. Like it's a great look. He has a great look. No. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think that any of those words He's been heavyweight champion. Describe a times. like awesome, or like like. You don't think whatever. that does, you don't think he's like uh, I don't know where you at on Seamus, Phil. No need to ask. He's a smooth. Actually, there's no need no to opinion. ask. There's no need to ask. <laughs> no opinion on Seamus. No yeah, really. What? He's like that's like having a that's like having a like favorite offended, flavor. That's what you called me in for. That's what yeah. you're asking me. <laughs> We need to bring in the big guns for a question like, "What do you think of Seamus?" You know, Sheamus. We, we need to bring in that we. <laughs> I don't think of Seamus. I I mean either. He's thinking late night. Oh, I think about a Seamus. <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> all right, what's happening? He John seems Moxley. like a nice guy, so you... but like shame. Like I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! So like, uh, I got like Seamus' sort of new him... entrance music here. Actually. <laughs> all right. It's just like the people who are like obsessed with the movie Boondock Saints and like or like um, Snatch, right? Like it's still that's who he is to me. Like he's very two thousand and three, uh, Edge Lord kind of like yeah. I don't know. I just he's, rewatched The Departed. You're naming like all the all the movies that could have that Dropkick Murphy song in it. Yes, right, and definitely a mighty mighty Boston song. Foreman in my midst, rat. <laughs> Nicholson in that movie. I'm not sure if Nicholson is good in that movie or not, but I love it. You know. Yeah. I mean, what was the last time you saw The Departed? Oh, I watched geez. it on an airplane. Um, I think I maybe saw it in the theater when it came out, and that was it. Oh my god! You know the thing about the movie is it's 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 really good. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, there's a couple performances in that movie that are not my bag, baby. Mark Wahlberg's in that movie, just like doing his like straight Wahlberg thing. That is like, yeah. It's like, yo, why don't you kiss your fucking mother? Yeah. Why don't you say your mother? You fucking do that. You yeah. want to say that? Like you know, full, like that. Oh, that's like, yo, why don't you kiss? Your... He doesn't know how to say anything. Like that it's just like, why don't you lick your mother with those fucking mouth? You know, like whatever the fuck you say. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you kiss your mother, huh? <laughs> You talk to your mom that way, huh? Yeah, yeah. But he's like, yo, why don't you fucking... You're like, yo, uh, oh, oh, yeah, you talk to your mother like that? You know, like, it's like so much of that, and you're like, everyone else is, has, like, they can do a Boston... And he's from Boston, but right. everyone else can do a Boston accent and just, like, be kind of regular, you know what I mean? Right, right, Everything right, no, is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yo, we, we, we get, you got the keys to my car? He's like you got the my Mickey keys Mouse. To my car? What? He's like, you got he's my like, keys to my car? He's, like the, he's the Mickey Mouse of like Boston. Like <laughs> yeah. he's like the most of that place. Yeah, and then it's like, like Scorsese. This, I mean, I don't know why here. This is the comedians have departed, and uh, but Scorsese, <laughs> Scorsese has this like running thing where like 
Leo and Wahlberg are like working together undercover, like the deepest undercover you could possibly be. That's like the whole premise, right? Spoiler alerts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For the 2005's Departed. Departed. Um, and, uh, right? And like they work together, but it's so adversarial. They literally beat the shit out of each other. Right. And you're like, yo, this can't be. Like, you can't have two guys working this deep undercover against a common enemy who are just like, yo, you you fucking, yo, you stole that again? I'll fucking punch you in the face, dude. I'll fucking erase you right from the system, man. And you're like, what the, like, what, what, like, this guy's in the middle of, like, the belly of the beast of the fucking, of, right. of, of, like, of, of undercover, uh, of organized crime in Boston, and you're being an asshole, you're, like, his biggest advocate? Right. What is that? That's just Scorsese. Everybody busts balls, but Wahlberg is just off the chains in it. Everybody busts balls. That's what he, Scorsese says every every day right before they start shooting for that day. He's like, I want to thank everybody for being here. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been, it's going to be a fun shoot. Uh, remember, <laughs> just wrote one thing. Yeah. Everybody busts balls. <laughs> Bust balls, please. Please. Like, uh, no improvising uh, unless yeah. you're busting balls. It's great. Anyway, the movie the movie is great. David's pretty good at it. Uh, anyway, we're talking about, anyway, I'm going to keep reviewing The Departed for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I hadn't rewatched it. I, I didn't see it in a long fucking time. This is totally random. Um, I was trying to watch. I was trying to like watch some of SmackDown or Raw to kind of yeah. just like see like before this episode. Um, WWE is really fucking itself by um, not making reruns readily available like right after they happen. Um, they, a, they, a, they, they've never had any. They've never even tried to do that. Right? No. Yeah. And like yeah, AEW, it's on like two days later or like the next day or something on uh, the TN, TBS app and stuff. Right. Right. And then um, Raw and SmackDown are a month behind. You can go watch the Raw from right before Christmas if you want, but that's it. The right it, mayor before Christmas. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I, understand I, that. Yeah. Like, I'm not a marketing. By the way, we're talking about John Moxley right now. Just want to yeah. uh, remind him of that. Oh, I, yeah. I, 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 I agree. But anyway, yeah. But uh, but Moxley. Alec uh, Baldwin in The Departed, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he has a great line where The only thing I goes, remember about that movie is there's like a scene where like <laughs> – Ten people get shot like in a row. Yeah, where like there's there's like a, in a building and it's like oh shit you bang oh you bang 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 yeah, bang. Yeah, it's a great scene. They're all like kind of like doing reveals like hey I'm undercover I'm a bad guy. And they're just like oh thank God <laughs> boom he kills yeah. him and he's like you're here thank God you came here. It's boom. a great slacker. It's a, like, yeah, it's a great scene. It's a great scene. <laughs> That's like how Matt David gets like he like somehow gets he like gets so lucky and right. he just kind of kills everybody. Yeah. Anyway, very fun scene. Um, Alec. Baldwin has a line where he goes, people don't like people with an immaculate, immaculate record. I like people with an immaculate record. I have an immaculate record. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It's like perfectly how you should be playing like Boston. And right. then Wahlberg's like, he's like, yo, I got an immaculate yeah. record. Hey, like, yo, yeah. we, 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 got it. we have everyone here. You fucking dick. Everyone's got yeah. an immaculate record. Yeah. You don't think I got it? Hey, yo, cuz, you don't think I got an immaculate record? <laughs> meet Dude. me at Duncan. Yo, meet me at Duncan, kid. I'll show you my record. Meet me at Duncan. I'm putting this whole fucking town we'll in my Go get a view. pack of parliaments I'm, and I'll meet me at Duncan, kid. I'll show you my record. We're gonna you be... don't know about me, kid. I got an immaculate record. <laughs> Tell your mom about my record. <laughs> Tell your mom. Tell your See? mom about my record, okay? Oh, man. So Moxley comes back. He's grown. He grew the hair back out. I'm surprised yeah. how much hair he's able to grow. Are you? I almost thought he might have got a. Uh, I mean, work good done. for him. Good you for know him. what I mean? Yeah, he's got kind of like, you know, John Cryer <laughs> like, <laughs> receding pattern happening. You, but I, I kind of was bummed to see his hair back though. I kind of was liking that he was now going with the shaved head um, look. Yeah, I feel like him being shaved head is just so weird. 15 pounds heavier, shaved head, perfect. Oh, better. Perfect. 15 pounds lighter shaved head, dark order territory, and we want to stay far away from that. Well, did you like Beefy Moxley better than uh, now we got GQ Mox? Uh, Objectively, yes, but not like, I mean, the state of his health at the time is not one of my guys. But like, he grew his hair back. You, uh, and random fact, I don't want to forget to say this. Rollins called him Mox on SmackDown during a promo. 
Oh, really? Yeah, Rollins was like, hey, like, you know, he's talking to Reigns. Right. And he was like, it was like when it was me, you, and Mox. Called the box. <gasps> oh, shit. And I almost, I almost didn't even register it, too. Yeah. Right? Because you're like, he's so Could Mox you, now. Ooh, I'm marking out. Could you imagine? This will never in a billion, yeah. kabillion years happen. Not even in the multiverse does this happen. Uh, Royal Rumble. John Moxley. Okay, I think it's I think it's possible. I think all that shit's possible. <sighs> I think it's possible. I I, that would I, I, be I absolutely I, here, here's berserk. Why I, it, so we talked about that on the bonus steps a little bit. So I'll run it by you. Who's that we'll bad get, for? It's bad for nobody. Nobody. Well, it's bad for Vince's ego. It's way better for we have to bit though. It's better. Here's what, here's what, what the situation I was laying out. It's way better for AEW than it is for WWE. But my argument would be. If you have Moxley come in and win the Rumble, right, and mm, yeah. he's and, and 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 then you go for the Shield three way, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you go for that match and you don't have Moxley win, it's good for AEW. Plus, you get the Shield pop that AWB loves. Like they love, love, love it, love right. it. Right. So Vince gets what he wants. Plus, you could work in an angle of Vince when Moxley looks like he's gonna win, and Vince runs down to the ring and. And it's like, he can't be fucking winning. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. It's just, I can't see that happening. Yeah. I can't I, see that happening, but I could see Moxley in the Rumble. Now, the the other question is... Yeah, I don't see him winning, but no. I, I, I I get this... I don't know. It's... it's I don't, also don't right. think it's going to happen, no. but it would be very... Like, insane. be prepared for, like, a, like, Lashley or McIntyre Rumble win. Like, we're not looking at... Uh, no. We're not looking... Everyone should temper their expectations for this rumble. Like it, uh, this yeah. is gonna be Applied a very muted shit. Like I just is what it is. Like they're not, they have not positioned themselves for an exciting win right now. You know, right? Uh, to the point that we're dipping into the AEW well is very bad for them. You know, <laughs> but the most exciting person who could win the Royal Rumble is Cody Rhodes. You know. Just simply put. A guy who doesn't work there. Because if you have Cody win the Rumble, right? Right. And if you have Cody wrestle Reigns at Mania, right? That's the match. Like, that is the match. Yeah. You know? And in terms why is it the match? Not just because it's the competing companies. It's because they've made Reigns transcend the whole company of WWE. Where he literally calls himself God Mode, right? he's, He's Dr. Mahalo. Is Doctor Mahalo? Okay, yeah. <laughs> he is. The, he's the, he's he in grows a place tired where, of these people and their uh, bullshit. I don't know. And they quote. even put him in a place where they even put Reigns in a place where a rock match is kind of dumb. Right, like it would be fun with all pop for it. I mean, why not? Right. I, right. I don't see it happening. I don't think the Rock is. I, I don't it, like what. The risk if he does, to hurt himself when he's training so hard is so right. the setbacks for him are just so not worth it. If you know? he does, it'll be a five second squash, probably ro- uh, 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 rock over ra- uh, reigns. Yeah, it's more like oh, rock over reigns. Yep. There's no fucking. Well, it's crazy way. because the Rock could just call Vince right now. Whatever Vince plans are, the Rock's so powerful he could call Vince and be like, "Yeah, I, I want to do another run with the title." Be like, "All right, great, you'll win it at Mania, and then that'll yeah. be that, right?" Exactly. And there's no fucking way that the Rock uh, would take the hit to his ego to lose. I don't care whose family, what he definitely would not. The man is not like you he know. Took the, he took the loss to Cena. Yeah, but like that's not his family. It's not been this long since he wrestled. You don't think he'll let Reigns? You don't think he would let Reigns pin him? I don't think so. Oh, I think he would. I don't think so. I think he would. He's the Rock, baby. I know he smells what he's cooking. Let's see what Tulo has to say about it. Okay, no, no, no. We're talking. Uh, uh, he uh, he wants to say something else. Yo, Dana's badass, man. <laughs> Yo, so uh. But what I'm saying is, is that when, when when the Reigns' gimmick is that no one in this company is on my level, and it's so shoot, yeah. it is like so shoot that it's almost just 
takes you out of the show. Right. You need to seek talent elsewhere. Right. And that's where you have, like, you're, you're kind of in trouble. They've put Roman in a spot that's similar to where Charlotte is in, like, the women's division. You know? Where these, these characters are on another level. Right. Not even Becky's on that, like, level. Even though Becky might be arguably a bigger star. Although uh, Becky has been not able to capture really any attention since her return. You know, right. it's just... She's headed into Mania, and I... It's because her heat before she left was... It was... It was false anyway. Like, it was It was trying. everyone trying their best to be as excited about her as they were when she got punched in the face. Right. And look, that's how it goes, right? Like, you know that. We all know it doesn't say the same. But the question is, back to John Moxley. He was, John Moxley was skinny. As, he, was looking, he looked really slim. He looked in great shape. He looked really slim. Yeah. Really slim. Um, what do you think of his jacket? I don't love the. That's the main thing I wanted the, to ask. You. I don't, it took me thirty minutes to get there, but yeah. I wanted to ask Newman what he thought of Moxley's jacket. I and I have an opinion. I yeah. don't love the sort of like metalwork. Yeah, it. I don't. I think it was off game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, who is is this? Whose jacket is this? That he like? Why is there metal adornment? Is it the kind of the thing that like you kind of in kayfabe are like he spray paints it right before he goes out? Yeah, or right. like, and it's it falls in that zone for me where like so like in a lot of like fantasy stuff, um, even in magic, I'm sure there's stuff where the gathering, there's, yeah, there's there's oh, like races it. of there's like races of people that are like like in Lord of the Rings, like the orcs or like just truly evil, like yeah. badass demonic, right? Uh, but all Yo, of their Dana's gear, badass man, all of their gear tends to be like very beautifully like ornate and have like and it's just funny to me to think of someone who's like that obsessed with violence like sitting down and being like i gotta make my gear look sick well <laughs> I, 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 yeah i mean like i could push past it because it's kind of like yeah you know he gets someone who makes his shit but it just felt it's definitely like i'm not done with that mo- that box or it feels like it's weird why not that just change cares. the color that's what weird. i would have done it feels like it's weird that he would care about like having some sort of like thing on his on his jacket other than like his name spray painted or something because his jet his all aesthetics is, it's always funny it's just funny to me when like the the aesthetics of like like badassness uh, badass, but, because you would think that someone who was like badass and like cool cold wouldn't give a shit yeah well that's always that isn't that always kind of the bullshit of it is like someone who's dressed like like my thing is that whenever i see someone who looks like a robert smith or whatever right. you know like that that look right. i'm like yeah, like I just picture you like purchasing like uh, fingernail polish and like putting <laughs> applying eyeliner and like like to me it's always like I, I I I I I when you have a like a look that's like punk or whatever I'm like it's not like to me it's like you're taking time to like look in a mirror more than someone who's not manicured in that way which is essentially your point right right which well is yeah like the effort the effort is always like. So it's like when somebody is like, if even if you like drive a motorcycle, you have to like, like go purchase a motorcycle. Like it's easier to just like right. There's use a decision that this or whatever, is now. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a decision <laughs> where it's like now this is part of my identity. yeah. Like I can't look past you just being like that's my look, like right. my look. Like whereas like why I always like I, I always in my life have always admired people I knew who were like big time, but uh-huh. you couldn't tell. You know, right, right, right. right. One of my friends' dad growing up was like a pretty big deal, uh, Hollywood, like an agent guy for like big music people and blah, blah, blah. Like, if you hung out with him, you would see he would get into like a nice car. You know what I mean? Right. But, but like, he he was just like a dad on the sideline at the, you know what I mean? Like, in just like the, Mm -hmm. he wasn't like done up. And I was always, I remember even younger just being like, so, that's so fucking cool that like you're not like, flaunting your status and then it's always like the people who are like are n- people who i'm not impressed with who, who are like do that who flaunt their status and shit you know right odd I, you know so i don't know if that necessarily applies to ambrose here before but the we jacket move on, was a little sterile you know before we move on i want to say i just want to say i can already before anybody says well, what about malachi black he's a well he's not he's not he's not uh immune to this right. critique of mine, 
Uh, it's weird. Although he does kind of justify it by it's like part of his like religion and his church and his house. And it's like all these things like it, 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 but it's still weird when evil, brutal things are like, I got to make my gear look sick. I got to yeah, make sure. <laughs> look, but that part of that's always going to be part of wrestling. But right. Malachi, I don't give him a knock for that at all because it's like no. his gimmick is not like I just rolled out of bed to fight. Like I'm not like a str- like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like right, like Moxie's right, right. gimmick is more like a bar fighter. Like right. And by the way, his in ring match, the way he was he was manhandling Ethan Page, like he was choking his neck. Like he really like that's what I think about Mox is that that he did since he's left WWE and he put his fucking foot. You know, he was like, here's my, I put his money where his mouth was, and he's really earned my respect. Is his wrestling? He feels like the purveyor of violence. Like he, he wrestles and really sloppy and dirty. Like you know, he feels like a dirty fighter. His bites are fucking. He's like biting him right away. Right. I like all that. That's like he's yeah. like a bar fighter. Um, uh, 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 uh one thing, one small. Uh, this is a side note. There's a lot of guys in AEW where violence is their like one of their adjectives. Have you yeah, noticed yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's. The manager of violence. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the the uh, Kyle O'Reilly's the violent artist, you know. Oh right. There's another one too. I don't remember, but it's tough because Moxie's the purveyor of violence, like that, right? He's like the top dog. So right. I don't know. Like the talk, importer, the exporter of violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the violent curator. I run a, a small art gallery in Soho of I violence. Choose, I choose violence and then I arrange it in such a way that a story is told. <laughs> the incubator of violence. I store. <laughs> I will store violence for you until it's ready to be used properly. <laughs> Temperature controlled violence. Yeah, Dude, the, storage, the storage container of violence. The storage container of violence. The use store it storage container of violence. Okay, twenty nine ninety five a month. Happy to see Mox back. Oh, when Mox walked by Daniel Bryan, this oh. was one of my favorite fucking Goose. moments. Gave me the goosey bees. Okay, so that I thought was amazing television production. Now it's a doesn't look good like WWE shit. It was just clearly like a back curtain, but that felt like I was not expecting something to happen there. Mm-hmm. He was just walking back, and Brian Danielson there, and you're like, oh shit. And I was saying my criticism of Dynamite was like they didn't like Moxie cut a promo. It was a great promo, great personal promo, told perfectly. I, I gave him credit for like how poetically he talked about alcoholism without mentioning alcoholism. You know what I mean? I thought that yes. that was like great. Like in in the in, in 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 wrestling where there's almost no art to promos anymore in that way, where he was like, oh, I, he said like I'm free, mm-hmm. and he's like I had this dream. About like a cloud over me, like that was all really worked for me. You know, yeah. felt authentic. One thing about Moxley that really works is that he really feels like himself. It's yeah. part of his magic. You know, yeah, I like his energy too. Where he's sort of like, I mean, he's like so like serpentine and like slithering, and, he, oh. and he's like, I'm thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is? I don't oh know God, what yeah, it I, is, I, I, but it, it's like it is very unique. Somehow, it's kind of like a like he's it's like a rep. Like a rep, like a like a reptilian like quagmire thing, like yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. like a little like you, yeah, 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 right, like like, but it it's fucking cool, man. It works, yeah. And like that was the point I was making on the bonus episode where it's like this episode of Dynamite. I was complaining about the episode of of Dynamite last week is the worst promoed episode I'd seen right mm-hmm. it didn't it had no Jericho it had no Cody it had no Moxley uh you know it had no Danielson it had none of the like and so all the promos were I don't even remember who was cutting promos it was like it was like Adam Cole and Red Dragon which was just <laughs> terrible and then um I'll be, we'll talk about Adam Cole I know that's gonna be controversial but, but whatever I don't I don't even remember who was cutting promos they were terrible there was a Jade Ruby Oh my uh, god! Uh, riot backstage promos. Jade can be really bad, you know. Oh my god! See, there was uh, okay. So I'm saying like, this episode. I was gonna yeah. say this episode. You had the WWE guys showing these AEW guys how it's done. 
to right. the point where I'm like, if I hear anybody give me the criticism of like Moxley, Daniel Bryan, like any kind of shit about like those are two WB guys, blah blah, blah I'm just like, shut your mouths, like <laughs> shut your mouth. What these guys are are two guys who were so good mm-hmm. and unconventionally sized too, yeah. and both became WWE champions. Okay, that's. Right. All you need to think about. Not like those are WWE guys. They're not Batista. They're not like Ultimate Warrior, right? Right. They're guys who are so good at wrestling, they couldn't even be fucking denied. And now they're in a more pure environment. If you don't see it that way, you're, that's your loss, you know? Right, right. Yeah. All right, what were you saying? Sorry, I interrupted you. Do you forget? I forget. Oh, yeah. man. Sorry, I wanted to make that. I wanted to package that up. No, it's all good. Let's go to Phil. What was uh, Newman about to say? To the he doesn't know. Look, what? folks. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about Ambrose. And we're talking. We're about, still uh, talking about Moxley. Moxley. <laughs> we have never moved past. No, it. we never moved past it. Well, we can't. We can't move past it. Knights um, of the Black or Kings of the Black Throne. How would you describe Adam Cole as a character if you had to? Mm, uh, like um, alcoholic bully. I don't know where I'm getting alcoholic from, but it feels like I don't know, like a bully, like a like a dirtbag bully. I was describing that segment last week, and I was like, Adam Cole comes on. He's like, I'm going to tell you story time. He says, boom. He has a girlfriend who's a dentist. Like, like if you turn this show on, you'd be like, I don't get this guy at all. Yeah, but what kind of gimmick do you? Is he like supposed to be a mechanic or like a plumber or like what is what's the what do you want from him? No, but there's something about Ambrose moving like that. There is something about I, there's 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 something about him that it just doesn't work for me. And I mm-hmm. do think it's a writing tweak. And I think because he's so established, he's not going to make that pivot. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he's just going to float into the the meta. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he is sort of like perfect. For he could it. use to shake it up. So I'm saying, yeah. So, but the thing is, like, I um. He's one of my guys. Like I'm not denying that, but like, um, not one of my guys. Definitely so seems. Oh, yeah, I understand that. Very controversial. He got fired. He got fired. Um, the he seems more suited for a manager role in in a way where it's like um, the leader of a faction. Like that's why it makes sense for him. That's why uh, what do you call it? Uh, Undisputed Era made sense. He is best served being the leader of like much more violent and bigger guys. Even though I like, I love his wrestling, I want him to also be a wrestler. It just seems like his energy, his character is more of like a syndicate leader or like a, um, you know what I mean? Like you, a, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about like Pacino and like Dick Tracy. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. You're talking about like the, like that, that could work for him. Is that like you acknowledge his size where it's like, hey, he's smaller, but he surrounds himself by a bunch of like Wardlow types like MJF does or whatever. Right. And like, and then he could win these matches, but sometimes he gets his ass kicked a little bit. You'd probably buy that a little more, you know? Right. Right. I'm saying I don't think he even needs to do that. He could get himself over by cutting promos that are not just all over the place. Like he, they're ge- like it's generic. It's more energy based. Like mm-hmm. Adam Cole is a guy who tricks you into thinking he cut a good promo with with energy and screaming. You oh, know, right? Yeah, he I casts think. he casts minor illusion. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in D and D, he's a sorcerer. Okay. Yeah. Or or he rolls with the sorcerer. Like maybe Bobby Fish is his sorcerer who will cast that illusion for him. You know, right? right. And then everyone sees him as twenty feet tall. Right. But he'll literally just be like, you know, uh, I think the audience is smelling through it. They're starting to be like, yeah, that I get it. That's your girlfriend. I mean, Tulo's not. He's right. going insane. But I do well, think the it's thing not. That Tulo, I don't think Tulo it's working. Loves everything, so you yeah. can't base what's good off of what he thinks. I'm watching this segment. It's like, he's like, boom, story time. This is my friends. They're they're two white guys called Red Dragon. And then my girlfriend comes out. She's, there's, this is a dentist. And you're supposed to know that her and I date. And like, I don't know. Then it's like the young bucks come out. They're dressed like the rock in like, like 97 rock. Right. (laughs) And I'm just a little bit like, this is a little sloppy. Like if I was producing this, I'd be like, "This is a little sloppy for me." You know what I right. mean? Right. Not that I need it to be like 
guys and dolls or whatever. But anyway, I don't know. Um, but that, that being said, I'll give some props. It's like I do think like I'm not a huge, huge, huge Adam Page baby fan. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a huge like Adam like he's not Hangman Page. Adam Page is not one of my guys. But like his whole thing, like the millennial cowboy shit, like it all works for me. The music works, the gear works. Like I, I, I get it. You know, mm-hmm. he's like a modern cowboy. It kind of fucking works for me. You don't have to like ride in on a horse, but you could. You see right. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like you, you could. could. To. You don't have to <laughs> ride in on uh, a beer truck and right. spray the ring with beer, but you could. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So. Adam Cole could come in on a boom truck on a, with a boom mic. A boom box. <laughs> with a boom box. Yeah. It's just a, uh, a boom box. It's just, it's just a box. And he points at it. It's boom. Yeah. Uh, I read this, by the way. This is a random thing. A um, uh, couple guy wrestlers' contracts are coming up in AEW, and they're set to expire. Who's this? Brian Cage. Um, Bro. He's still in AEW? Yeah, but, well, I, I guess his contract's up, but they're not putting him on TV because they're planning to have it go off. Uh, Brian Cage, Joey Janela. Um, I forget the other two. I didn't even realize those Those were the two big names that were the two biggest names that were going to be like not AEW guys anymore. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I didn't even realize that they were still to begin with. Yeah, interesting, because Brian Cage, I don't know, would you keep Brian Cage or no? I mean, when you have a Wardlow, you have a fucking uh, Hobbs, you have a um, Luchasaurus to some extent. I don't know. Probably they're like, we just don't have anything for them, really. Right. Kind of like, we, you know, they like Lance Archer more. Right, Lance Archer. Right, Brody they kind of like, they, they, they like their other monsters more than him, you know? Right. And I guess he had to have a mouthpiece, it seems like. So they're kind of just like, eh. Whatever. Who was he with? Was he with Taz? Was he Team Taz? He was, but then they like broke up and they were, right. like, had the FTW title, which is just odd because they like act like it's an actual thing. Title. It's very odd. Anyway. Uh, uh, oh, let's talk quickly about Sammy Guevara for a second. Do you, this Sammy Guevara. Oh, wow. Uh, Sammy Guevara. Oh, Sammy okay. Guevara Tay Conti. Yes. So it's very confusing because they're clearly setting up for this Cody feud, right? Mm. And I think Sammy's the baby face, right? Yeah. But this Sammy Tay stuff <laughs> has a heel smell to it. Does it not? Does it not reek of heel? What's the, uh, what, uh, what stuff are you referring to? Oh, you don't know all about this Tay Conti thing? Like he was I, engaged I, to. Oh, right. That other woman that he got engaged to on a dynamite. But this is his his shoot life feels heel. Yeah, but if you oh, so you don't follow him on Instagram? No. Oh, they're just on Instagram. Like he just went to Brazil to meet her family. They just work out together all the time. Uh, uh and just post pics like making out all the time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right now. And so because, but that's what I'm saying. So like his shoot life, you're saying feels more heel than. His like wrestling persona. Look, it feels a little heel like he like if like it's like he just had that breakup and then now they're like just flaunting on TV and you know what I mean? And you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Look, I- I'm saying Tulo's the one who put it in my mind. Tulo was like, I'm already sick of their. Oh, uh-oh. uh oh, whoopsies. Yeah, okay. Oops, oops, oops. I like that bullet censored. You were you were just censored. Phil, are you are you My following any of this Tay Conti, Sammy stuff? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're like twenty six years old, you know. All right, fuck, yeah. fuck you, bro. I was trying I to make. Fuck this you, bro. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Dan. What you want to talk about? Euphoria next? <laughs> the TV like, show. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, just saying. Who the like, fuck cares? With Yo, Euphoria, you know. I tell you the show. Euphoria. But oh, Euphoria. Uh, you know what? Let's not talk. You know what? I'm off this point. I'm euphoria. Feeling, uh, well, euphoria. I guess I'm saying that's horsemen? cool because Cody has like his whole like tweeter thing going on, and then Sammy's got a little bit of a tweeter thing going on for me. I think it's very interesting. Okay, yeah. that's what Sim- I thought was an interesting point. You guys both did not think it was an interesting point. So eat my ace. Okay, <laughs> eat my ace. Um, Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. 
You are I, one weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I gotta movie. Say, I love you are that movie. one weird dude. <laughs> Do I have that? <laughs> Man, I can't even picture that movie right now. That's a hell comes to frog town if you haven't seen that. It's our, uh, the, the late, great, rowdy, roddy Piper. You know, when I was a kid, I just called him Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. It was just Rowdy Rowdy. Like, I think I, I did that too. Yeah, yeah I think that's... so. I didn't even, like. You know what I mean? I don't think I. I don't think I understood that there was a Rowdy in there. <laughs> right. It was just he was super Rowdy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> rowdy Rowdy Piper. Rowdy Ronda Rowdy Piper. I mean, this is a Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Peacemaker started watching it last night. Yeah. Uh, we were going to talk about it. I'm only on the first episode still. Okay. okay. So no spoilies, but um, we'll, I'll talk about it more. Uh, but a p- couple things about Peacemaker. First thing is uh, props to Ify Nwadawai, who is the running the official Peacemaker podcast with HBO Max. First yes. episode, James Gunn, his guest. Okay? Yes. Yes. Former Cow Champion, Ify Nwadawai. So we'll give him props for that. Check that out. Support Ify. Um. I'm supposed to go work out with Ify. Me and him have been talking about working out together. What do you think about oh, that? Oh, nice. I think that's great. I think, uh, you know, gains, uh, supporting gains. Gains, support games, hustle, respect, muscle. But so here's the thing. is um, Peacemaker. Yes. I was trying to... If, the first episode was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh I was trying to describe was this project announced or is this kind of dropped I think it I don't know I think it was, it announced, was announced after Suicide Squad 2 the, came oh, out oh I didn't know they were even making this show you know yeah yeah. but uh, how would you describe the game of Peacemaker I actually think it's it's a little bit it's, it's not as easy to describe as possible which is such a great zone for a superhero I think mm-hmm. to me it's like you mean like the character what his game is yeah okay so the peacemaker is has like a whole joke that like you can't be violent but create peace, right? There's like a mm-hmm. right. There's like a, uh, a, a irony to the fact that like he's the peacemaker by hurting people, right? Right. And right. he literally has that line, which is like, "I will kill any. I will take out no matter what man, woman, or child needs to go down for in this name of peace. I will do that." It's right. kind of like. Uh, a commentary on the like in, uh, like industrial war, uh, right? Military, military industrial, industrial complex. Sorry, yeah, um, right. <laughs> well, it's a comment on a lot of like a uh, capitalism, everything. Yeah, um, and it's funny because it's a character. Is the peacemaker in the comic books before Cena existed? What is peacemaker in a, a, a DC property before the movie? Like he yes. was cast as Peacemaker, or he's an original character. I don't ever heard of the Peacemaker. He's cast as Peacemaker, and is Peacemaker jacked in the comic books like that? I don't know because it's such a fucking hilarious thing. He has a kind of like that small dick syndrome, like right of like where like the first scene he's like, "Yo, these X the X rays." Yeah, he doesn't look jacked in there, like Cena at least, right? Right. Yeah, that's clearly just a joke they have for because they cast Cena, right? Oh, and yeah. so, it, like, he's like, oh, man, these x-rays don't show my small muscle groups. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> because that's, like, straight bodybuilder shit. Like, I don't want people to think I'm just a bulk guy. Like, I focus on my small muscle groups. This is a very Arnold way to talk. Like, 70s Arnold, you know? Um, but if you describe... Sorry, just... No, if, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, it's just basically, I was going to say, it seems like it's, it's, like, right on the tip of my tongue, but it's, like... Um, there is a funny irony to um, peace uh, by any means necessary. You know, like peace even through violence is, but how do you, like, what if, what if, uh, like, what if a superhero uh, was so good? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know comedy. I'm not a comedian. Uh Wait, 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 wait. I'm trying to phrase it. Like right. trying to don't, 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 don't try to say it eloquently. What's your point? Like, it's fine. Oh, I'm saying it's like, what I'm trying to express is that like, to try to say it as like a, like a what if, to try to figure out the game of Peacemaker. Like, what if a, uh, a superhero was so good or was so committed to peace that he was willing to kill 
to get it. Exactly. It's fucking. It's brilliant. It's a yeah. great idea. And the and and the, the the aesthetic of him, he goes back to like his trailer, but it's American flag painted. You know what right. I mean? It's like pretty loaded. The character's like pretty loaded, but the yeah. show's very light. Which is, I think, a really like it's light. I think is a really awesome zone. I, I, I the show is loaded with jokes. Who is the guy? I, I don't know what his um, ethnicity was, but the janitor in the beginning, that guy's so fucking funny. Oh, he's in like everything, right? That guy. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He literally's like, yo, I don't have any weed, man. That was a one-time thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, yo, I'm not asking for that. But Cena, it's such a perfectly cast thing, and like. How rare is it where you get a big talent like a Cena who's a name and a draw, you know? But mm-hmm. also they're casting like the perfect part. It's such the sweet pot spot. Yeah, he. Um, I mean, you'll see throughout that he's he's far and away the best part about the show. Um, I told you I had some gripes about it. Uh, can't really get too specific without. Are they anything. past the pilot? The stuff that you're upset by? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because right now I'm not upset, and I want to know if Newman. I want you. To, I want to know if I need to be upset. No, I mean, because overall the show is very good. I'm just saying that there are, there's two things, and I text, I'll say it here. One of them is like James Gunn seems like a lovely guy, but his instincts are, are, I suspect they are very corny. And so he makes decent and fun stuff in spite, I think, of his like very corny instincts. Like there's just, for me, the intro, I know everyone loves the intro. It's a little schmaltzy and lame, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, and there's some of the like jokes and some of the sort of like things that he. Or Bro, like, I'll oh, be honest. The intro did not blow me away like people expected me to. No, it's, it's very f- fun. But yeah. actually, the dancing is like kind of like it, I don't know. I would went even goofier if that's what right. they're going for. But they right. really were training like non dancers to dance or whatever. So right. Um, but I wasn't as blown away when I turned on the opening like I, I did expect for it. But I also it was spoiled for me. Like I knew what it was going to be. I skipped it the second the fucking button came up on HBO Max. Skip okay. intro, yes, please. <laughs> get the fuck. But out it of is here. fucking fun. It I is also, I also get douche chills so hard my skeleton falls out when like people say dance out in like an improv set when they like that when they their music is playing if the team dances as they come out i fucking i have a seizure i can't i oh cringe so God, hard that's a huge improv thing i know so but it triggered that the intro I mean, improv teams the are intro like they the almost break up over the intro song like Dude, the uh, intro arguing to, about it the intro to peacemaker this is my point the intro to peacemaker triggers me in the same way that an improv team really groove into their intro music as they come to the stage triggers me. You know, it's so interesting is that like, so I've been on imp- uh, many improv a team and like, you know, I- I'm not the guy who's like, let's come out and dance. Right. But I'm also the guy who's like, I want to like everyone to be happy, you know, like whatever. Uh-huh. It's all good. So like, I've been on so many teams where they're like, this is our gimmick way we enter. And every time I'm like, Yep. I remember one time I was on a team where we entered to like a sleigh bell song, like which is like uh-huh. fucking hate that band. I it's not my style of shit at all. And every time it would hit, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. And then this would be past the song, and then everyone would be like dance around like to that kind of music, which I don't want to be dancing around to. But then once I go through, I'm dancing like it's like your improv brain is like I gotta say yes to fucking everything. You know See, that's why that's why <laughs> I'm just built different. I can't. That's why Shev's I've never like that achieved. Too. A certain Shebs, level. Shebs like I can't get. Shebs was like, yo, I can't improvise. Like I can't, I can't be good at improv because I, just, I he's like, I, I physically can't look like an idiot on stage. Like, yeah. <laughs> I get it. And he presses himself it. pretty far for cow shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like, even then, like he'll think I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You know what right. I mean? I'm not doing that. <laughs> anyway, oh fuck, man. All right, last thing we'll talk about. We gotta get out of here. Royal Rumble is in six days. Oh my, oh my god. god! Is it insane? Yeah. What a what? A, wow. The road to the road to WrestleMania. The on ramp to the road. I think road it's on Saturday this year. I think it's a Saturday. Oh, it is. It's not yeah. on. I don't think it's Sunday. I think it's Saturday. I think it's the twenty ninth. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's Saturday. Yeah, I can't even watch it live. So, um, I. But anyway, that being said, the Rumble. I mean, who are your picks for this Royal Rumble? Phil, you can get on this too if you're there. Bobby Lashley, 
and well, uh, Lashley's wrestling or no, Rock. Who, by the way, here's what I'll say: this who's in this it? this pay per view. Look, this Rumble pay per view has Brock Lashley, which is a match I think is awesome. I can't wait to see that. I'll be honest. I think they WWE. I will give him credit. Have done a nice job of elevating Lashley. He's done a nice yeah. job of being jacked and doing it himself as well. And then Roman Rollins, like, I'll watch the fuck out of that match. Those are great matches. Plus the r- two rumbles. You know, it's a, it's not it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a better time than you expect, you know? So oh, I mean, do a, yeah. The the rumble has its own sort of like it's always fun. Yeah. It's built into the gimmick of the st- of the match that it's like just the best part is seeing who's next. Right. Like it's it can't be it's doesn't miss. But um I think the only exciting guy to win the Rumble is AJ Styles. That's the only guy who people will be like, all right, cool. And even then, they won't be like ecstatic about it, but he's never won. And then you set up AJ for, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so here's My pick the is Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple curveball picks. Ready? Almost. This is, right? Okay. What if they just set up a Brock almost match? They just go for like a spectacle match at Mania. You know, mm-hmm. to say those is that's that, and then McIntyre is another possibility. You know, but Kevin Owens too. Owens is a very fun one. He's a very fun one. Like I think Owens is the is a chance where you'll be like, all right, let's see Owens go on a run here and get him a main eventing a, a, a Mania. Here's the problem: it's just like now Mania is two nights. I don't know what exactly the main event is. It's kind of annoying all year when they call like the first night like you main evented WrestleMania. You know. So, I don't know. And the women, I got no, I think Rhea, maybe? Like, I don't even know. Right? Uh, here's, I think. Bianca again? Here's who's going to win the men's Sasha Royal Sasha could win. That would be fine. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> Gian Knoxville is what I call him. Gian Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Knoxville is going to win men's. And. Charlotte's going to win the women's. Well, so she's the champion. She says if she wins, she gets to pick her opponent. So that is kind of fun, right? If she yeah. does that. She's going to win. Who else would? I mean, and she picks. I she think Michelle McCool is going to win. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge McCool mark. I think we get definitely Alita. Definitely Alita win. I don't know. I, yeah, whatever. I, I, we I, might. I, we might get Alita win. It's possible, right? Yeah. That would be. That's my like sort of like shocker. Pick. Can I ask you guys a question? AJ yeah. Reigns would be really fucking fun. Before though. we go, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, who would your wrestling parents be? Who would your mom and your dad be? Oh, but they have to be just like I. I is there any parameters here? Like they have to map to my actual parents, or are no, they no, they don't like, have to be the same age. No, no, no. They could be younger than you, older than you. Yeah, it'd be Andrade and Charlotte. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, I don't think that's. Wouldn't true. you love to be Andrade Charlotte's kid? <laughs> You're not thinking about it the right way. Uh, that's the kind of couple that's just banging in front of the kids, right? <laughs> or no, not, not banging, but like getting real fresh. I didn't say yeah. stepmom. Yeah, dad. yeah, just being like, like, real say, fresh. like, being like, being like hey, look at you. Hey, hey, look at your mom's ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, by the way, I'm saying that like sounds kind of Mira. insulting or whatever. I mean, it like, hey, it's nice to see your parents would, into each other. Yeah, I think Rita kids like choice. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, look at the, look at you, but mira, mira, le, uh, mira, <laughs> mira tu madre, madre culo. <laughs> <laughs> mira tu madre. El idolo. Um, I, I guess it would be, and I was tempted to say Malachi, but like I think I'm, I'm going to say Undertaker and um, uh, Kane. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My dad. really progressive. My dad's they're, they're our two brothers. Gay brothers. Yeah, and so a libertarian, me. a libertarian. <laughs> wow, that's a real. <laughs> Mine's Brock and Sable. So I mean, see the thing is, I don't know. Are they brothers? They're brothers by like loins, right? They're not. Yeah, I don't know. They're brothers they of, of destruction. Destruction, right? Yeah. It implies that they are brothers. Their brotherhood is forged in destruction, not in the womb. Uh, but I actually don't remember. But I think they're brothers, but I don't I actually don't Undertaker, remember like, the. Undertaker. I don't have the lineage. I don't have the family chart up. And fucking what's her name? Um, oh my god, I can't fucking. Oh, Luna Vashon. Oh, sick. Mine's Barry Horowitz and Alexa Bliss. 
two the two <laughs> Lexi two Kaufman Jews. and two Jews. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to really choose who my dad is, my dad's Dean Malenko. <laughs> Yeah. The, and, my, and my mom is Sensational Sherry. My mom's name is Sarah Sherry. Holy shit. <laughs> D. Malenko and Sensational Sherry is the <laughs> rich black and Sherry nails black it. of wrestling. That Someone Photoshop D. Malenko with me <laughs> in the middle of my D. Malenko and Sensational Sherry. I'm like a little baby bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. Uh, and it's your father. I came up with another hold. What about Finn Balor winning the Rumble? Oops. Finn Balor's daddy, not dad. Yeah. All right. I got to run, everybody. Uh, happy. If you don't, if you don't listen, we'll, we'll be on. Next time we'll talk to you, man, the other side of the Royal Rumble and on the other side of um, <laughs> Beach Party or whatever Dynamite's yeah, called this week. Beach Bash. Di- the Dynamite Live beach from bash. Cleveland, the wonderful beaches of Cleveland. And yeah, from the beautiful beaches of Cleveland, uh, and uh, and uh, Rumble. But we'll talk more of Rumble on the bonus episode, and uh, this week after Dynamite. And uh, I'll get back to you guys on one of my first interview uh, for for when those episodes have one one a month for that. And uh, for the patrons, support the podcast. patreoncom slash wrestling. We do this shit ourselves. I appreciate your support. And everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cheers up. <laughs>